Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, hey, happy to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a punchy and you're coming back every single week, I want you to know that I appreciate you so much and I hope you're having an amazing week. We're going to have a little heart-to-heart today about what it takes to run a social media management agency in 2023. So picture this, you're a social media wizard, you're juggling multiple client accounts while trying to keep up with the ever-changing trends and algorithms. It's like being on a roller coaster without a seatbelt. But the good news is you've got a good grip and you're ready for the sudden drops. In this day and age, being a freelancer in the social media game means being a master of all trades. You're not just creating engaging content and scheduling posts, but you're also a strategist, a data analyst, and a trend spotter. It's like being the CEO, the creative director, and the quote intern all rolled into one. But it's not all hard work and no play. There's a certain thrill that comes with helping businesses build their online presence and connect with their audience. Seeing those engagement numbers go through the roof and witnessing the impact of your efforts, that's what keeps us going. So for some context, I didn't start out wanting to scale to a social media marketing agency. I just wanted to be a freelancer, making enough money to be able to pay my bills as a single mom of two kiddos under four. That was it. That was my goal. But as my client roster grew and my prices increased, I started seeing the true potential my business could have. And so agency building commenced. Fast forward to almost five years later now, and here's what I do the same and what I do differently if I were to start over from scratch. So here's what would stay the same. Basically what I did right. (laughs) First one would be naming my business something memorable and unique. I stuck with Sugar Punch Marketing was the first thing that I named my business. And it's really what I believe has helped me stand out in the space. A lot of people really connect with Sugar Punch. They like it. It sounds fun. It also has alliteration with my name, which makes it easier to remember. Shantae, Sugar Punch. And it really encompasses my brand. So I have had leads. I have had clients. I have had mentees come to me and be like, oh my gosh, I love your brand name. I love the colors. You seem like so much fun. What's it like to work together? So that is a piece that really just kind of helps. The second thing that I did and would stay the same is creating social media accounts for my business from the very start and using those to experiment with strategies and build my skill set. I always try new strategies, new features, new formats, new hacks, 
as some people like to call them, on my own account first because I want to see firsthand how it works, if it works, the ins and outs of it before I recommend it to a client or I create a client's post with them because I want to know that it's proven from my own personal experience before I pass it off to anyone. Number three, having a contract for each client. Thankfully, I never booked a client without having a contract. It just, it's something that you have to do as a business owner, not only to protect yourself, but to protect your client as well. It's just kind of one of those things that don't skip. You can't, you can't skip it. And I will go into a future episode about what needs to be in a contract. Let me know if you want to hear that. And then I will bump it up in the importance list. DM me on Instagram at Sugar Punch Marketing. Let me know. Number four that would stay the same is investing in software that automatically sends invoices and accepts online payments. Plus it can charge reoccurring invoices. This saves me so much time and mental energy where I don't have to chase my clients around to pay invoices. I don't have to remember to send the invoices. I don't have to cash checks. Like all of it is done for me and it just makes my life that much easier. And when I mention this anytime on Instagram, people want to know what software I'm using for this. I personally use Dubsado. When I first signed up, it was like 20 bucks a month. It has since increased, so it may not be the best option if you're just starting off anymore, but that's what I use personally. going to take a really quick break from today's episode so that I can tell you exactly how to stop wondering where your next social media management client is because you can just use my list of the 35 best places to get more social media management clients instead. Get the free guide delivered straight to your inbox by going to my website. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Now back to today's episode. Now here's what would be different. So I recommend having a specific type of creative that you specialize in when it comes to platforms and content formatting. So this could be something like video editing for vlogs, like you specialize in that. It could be carousel posts where it's text heavy, like that could be your specialty. And you can experiment. You don't have to have a specialty right away, but That is what will help you stand out to a specific set of clients is that skill. They recognize the value of it. They want someone who's really good at it and has proven to be good at it. And so that would be something that I would do from the start, especially because since the pandemic, a lot more people have wanted to become social media managers. So standing out has become a little bit more difficult. So really honing in on your specific skill set and how that can benefit your future clients is what's going to end up getting you more clients and building your agency. The second thing that would be different is I would start filming monthly report videos for clients that reflect the KPIs, key performance indicators from the very start. So I've only started doing this recently. For the first few years, I would just send them a like PDF report of screenshots of their insights, and I might kind of summarize what's going on in the report, why things look a certain way, and what we're going to do moving forward. But I found that most of my clients were busy, or they got overwhelmed, or they weren't sure what they were exactly looking at. 
So I started filming like a presentation walkthrough of me going through the screenshots or going through different data and charts, analyzing their best performing content and explaining in detail why that is. And every time I send one over, they're all very receptive. They really enjoy this new type of format. And so that's what I would have done right from the start. The third thing that would be different is setting objectives and 90-day goals based on each client's specific account and needs. So I was not setting objectives or 90-day goals for my clients. It was just a, we're getting started and here we go. And we're just going to compare month to month how things are going, but there was no goals to be achieved. There were no real objectives lined out in detail, like timelines, numbers, none of that. And it makes it really difficult for the client to see your value if you don't have this. Like they have to do it all internally. They have to keep it in mind of like, oh, we wanted more reach or we wanted more followers or we wanted more website clicks. But unless you're like detailing it out for them, they might forget. And then, you know, if their budget drops or they want to figure out what's going on, social media management might be the first thing to go because they don't know how much value they're actually getting. So having those objectives, having those 90-day goals really helps be like, hey, we're working towards our goals. We hit our goals. We hit our goals early. That just helps them know what's going on. And the fourth thing that would be different would be investing in not just software, but templates and coaching that made running my business easier much, much earlier. I did eventually invest, but it took me a couple of years to do so. And it really slowed me down and my growth down because I, I was figuring it all out on my own. And had I taken the coaching, had I bought the templates sooner, I would have progressed that much faster because all the hard work would be done for me. I would be learning from other people's mistakes instead of making them and then learning them on my own. So that was something that I would also do differently. So if you're wondering, like starting from scratch, the steps to take to create an agency in this day and age, I have them lined out for you. So here's what they are. So step number one, name my business and create an active social media presence for it. Step number two, pitch my services at a trial rate in exchange for testimonials and portfolio building for a minimum of three clients. Step three would be to set up a client referral network with other social media managers and service providers that I trust. Step four would be to use my new portfolio from those testimonial clients to pitch clients at a higher rate. Then step five, raise my rates to match my growing skill set. The more accounts you manage, the longer you're managing them, the better your skill set gets. Step six then is investing in better systems and processes to make running my business easier and less time-consuming, more automation happening. Maybe I'm hiring an OBM or a VA, a team member of some kind. Step seven would be to start hiring contractors that specialize in things that I need to get off my plate and supervise instead. So again, that could be the OBM or the VA if you can't automate it, or it could be an engagement specialist or a graphic designer. Step eight, scale slowly to make the experience as easy as possible for myself, my growing team, and my clients. If you try to scale too quickly, there's a lot of mistakes that can be made. 
there's a lot of growing pains and those pains are a lot harsher than if you were to grow slowly. We are always learning, always experimenting, and always pushing our creative boundaries. So my advice is to just embrace the chaos, take time to celebrate the wins, whether they're big or small, and learn from the challenges and mistakes. We're the ones who keep businesses connected, engaged, and thriving online. Let me know if you thought this was helpful. If you have any questions, DM me over on Instagram and let me know. And if you have any friends who are social media managers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.